Welcome, guys, to the LC Students Podcast. My name is Josiah. My name is Nate. And you guys just had Christmas, and we are hoping you guys had a great Christmas. Got all the presents you wanted, Everything. but it's not about the presents, really. You know, it's, it's about, about the presence of Jesus. Come on. Come Tell on. somebody. But <laughs> it is December 26th, and we wanted to give you guys just an opportunity to lean into a conversation that Nate and I want to have um, about everything going on in the world. Yeah. Right now, when this podcast releases, where are you? I am in Puerto Rico. Come on. Getting my tan on. Come on. Yes, getting my tan on, hey, let's chilling, go. kicking it with my wife and her Yo. family, eating a bunch of tostones. It's going to be good, so don't hit me up because you're not going to hear from me. Yeah, when will we be back? When can, if students want to hit you up, when can they hit you up? Uh, they can hit me up January 31st. No, I'm playing. <laughs> uh, I'll be back December 30th, so that's when you can hit me up. Let's go. Apply, play Warzone, all those kinds of things. Hey, Call of Duty. Haven't played the new map yet? No, because I'm not as good as you anymore. You're better than me now. No. Hey, I did a... <laughs> on the real though, I was scrolling through the wins. I've been, bro, I'm nerding out on all the stuff. Sorry. Go to the, like the records. I was, I'm at 127 wins on Rebirth, and oh. I was looking at where you were at, bro. About 12. You're at 25. Dude, I was like, dang, Preacher Nate needs to be back. Cause I, Preacher Nate, hey, will we yes, back? tell the him, Twitch? tell him right now. I will be back on Twitch. See, I moved in with Julia and her family. Yep. And so we didn't have a place to, I didn't have a place to set up my whole stream. Uh, but the other day, her her uh, brother and uh, sister-in-law moved yep. out. And so I got my TV moved in. I got my computer moved in. Come on. So I am ready to go. I'm ready to game. We'll be back in the new year. Let's Preaching go. A, I can't wait. Spreading hope on the sticks. Hey, Matthew Knoll, Josiah Thomas, yes. Pastor Joe, Sparta Red. <laughs> we'll be, All hopefully we get onto the team with you. No, on you're on. You're on. Matthew Let's might be ducking us, though. So. <laughs> College guy that, now, that, yeah, big big college guy getting buzzed <clears throat> and whatnot. So you've been watching the Lakers on at home. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching them be terrible. Uh, LeBron, the greatest player of all time. Yep. Uh, I, I had this debate. I had this Tell thought. Him. Okay, I, I learned it from Shaq. Shaq said <laughs> that LeBron will be the greatest player of all time okay. once he passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay. Do you agree? I mean, I'm indifferent. I mean, I I think, think LeBron, I think LeBron's star. the goat. Yes. But when it comes to all that stats and stuff, that's just not that's not my lane. Oh. So I don't even <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking. I'm like I don't, I don't know, but I believe he's a goat. I mean, okay. I've he's done, about I've 3, done my research. Short, okay, about three thousand short. But once yep. he passes Kareem as the greatest scorer yep. of all time, dang, I don't want to hear it's it. Over. LeBron's the best. What are the chances they win the chip this year? Uh, like, where are you at? Like, <laughs> compared to like in the beginning, yeah. you know, they get. They get uh, Carmelo, yep. they get Russell Westbrook. We're all like, they're winning the chip. Like, right now, realistically, with how you've seen them play. They're winning the chip. Okay. They got it. Well, I think we need to trade away, trade away Russ. Uh, he's a scrub to me. Uh, bonafide scrub. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. I love you, Russ. If you're watching this, you're not. But you got. You know what? How about this? I think, yep. we, I think we got a 60% yep. chance to win the championship. Because okay. playoff, the way LeBron's playing right now, yep. that's playoff Bron. Yep. And it's only... Facts. It's only December right now, yep. and so just wait till and I, and Andy's playing on Christmas. So, yeah. but today they're who are gonna, they playing? I don't know even Christmas. who they're playing. I think they're playing the Nets. Okay, and he's going to beat KD in Barclays. That's going to be, be a good. Easy. That's going to okay? be a good game. So uh, I'll be watching that in Puerto okay. Rico for sure. But I think LeBron's the greatest. Lakers are going to win the chip, and I don't want to hear another thing about Michael Jordan ever again. Okay, there we go. That is the LC Students podcast yes. for you. <laughs> exactly. Okay, let's let's get real a little bit. Yep. Um, we we're talking about wanting to do this podcast or just this online gathering for the students, for anyone really, um, and wanted to kind of like unpack the year. And then we we're like, 
well, the year has kind of been two years because, mm-hmm. like, ever since 2020, pandemic, Black Lives Matter, all this stuff mm-hmm. hits the media, it feels like we've been in this, like, time machine where it's like, I've only been married two years. It feels like I've been married five years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's wild. Yeah. Um, so how are you? Like, how are, like, where are you at right now? December 26th. I guess right now it's a little yeah. earlier, but how are you doing? And I'd say I'm okay. Uh, I think so. I got married four months ago, and it feels like I've been married for five years, um, just because of all the time, all the time together, which is great. But also, someone gets COVID, someone gets sick, you yep. stay home, um, and so those things have been going on. But I think honestly, I've just been okay. I think during the pandemic, during the BLM, during all of these things that are going on, uh, I captured a lot of anxiety in my life. Um, I became a very, very anxious person. Um, start second guessing everything. I was making like four to-do lists, yep. all the same tasks on all of them, just trying to have some some control. Um, in early pandemic, I wasn't allowed to see Julia mm-hmm. for a couple months. That's wild. And, That's uh, crazy. I hadn't proposed yet, but still, it was like, am I going to see Julia again? Like, yep. how how's the world going to work out? And so, for me, especially now that we're in December twenty sixth, uh, two thousand twenty one, and heading into the new year. Um, Man, I've become anxious, mm-hmm. um, and I've really just been able to. I've been looking at just people when it comes to stories, and I'm really just trying to focus on hearing people's stories mm-hmm. and hearing where people are at and hearing where people are um, because people are broken. Yep. Um, and as one of LC students' pastors, uh, I've been anxious. I've had tired moments. Yeah. I've had times where I've wanted to, um, you know, not go to LC students and yep. not be at these things. Yep. Not because I don't love doing them, but because my body's tired, my mind's tired, um, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know how the next day is gonna gonna work. Yep. I don't know if the whole world's gonna shut down again. Yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen on the news. Cause every day, I heard this like every day could be a moment of silence moment Dang. if we really thought about it. Um, but how is the world going to look yep. in a couple days? We don't know. Mm-hmm. We have no clue. So th- that's where I've been at yep. uh, when it comes to the idea of where I'm at. Uh, but I love to hear for our lead youth pastor. Man, where you been at, bro? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, uh, they man, so much stuff. I mean, I feel, like, similar, mm-hmm. like, tired to some extent. But I think, like, in my life right now, just very hopeful for what's ahead. I feel like, I mean, you're the best person to work with. Like, I've always, like, I've, I've told you this. Like, yeah. I've always wanted to work alongside someone like you. You know, and and by that I mean like someone who could be my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who's like, there's no like, work friendship. <laughs> like, there's no like, yeah. it's just one. Mm-hmm. And I think we are good. Like when it comes to work, like goals, valuations, we do that. Yeah. Like we we're professional about it. But at the same time, we we understand each other's hearts and we're friends. Yep. Most of all, and so it's not awkward. It's like we're we kind of we have we share the same heart for students, share the same heart for Jesus, all this stuff. It's like bread and butter it's easy. Su- super easy. easy so you have helped helped me like become me like if that makes sense like yeah, just that, like your support and in, in who i am like mm-hmm. has helped me like be more confident in who i am as a leader and a pastor and so i feel like right now where i'm at is like i'm getting i'm starting to feel like i'm seeing josiah mm. like i i feel like okay i'm getting more confident i'm getting more courageous i'm getting to express myself in however i want to dress however i want to look mm. i want to cut my hair i want to keep my hair long i want to wear ripped jeans don't wear ripped jeans i want to wear baggy jeans one day skinny <laughs> jeans the next day like i feel like i could do whatever yeah and a lot of that goes to your support Appreciate of just it. who i am and i think 
yeah, that makes me hopeful and excited for what the next year is going to hold mm-hmm. um, for us. But at the same time, like just because like my spirit may be hopeful, that doesn't mean I deny like the truths and realities of like where we know people are at. You know, when we're talking about hearing those stories. It's like every single week, it's like you hear a story where you're like, dang, yeah. like I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm sorry about that. Like I, I didn't hurt you or do anything, but I'm sorry that you're in the midst yeah. of the pain. So... Yeah. Thanks, bro. Thanks for sharing that, man. Hey, Joe begin haircuts. <laughs> He's fresh now. Man, Joe don't play. Hey. That's I'm, past the Joe I'm now. Get a haircut next week, so oh, you we'll get, get it. Clean, we'll get a fresh show. Before before Christmas? Yeah, right before. I mean, so the timeline the is time. in my head. I'm getting a haircut soon, okay? Okay, sounds that's, good. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> get cut up. I'm not as I don't get as often as you. No. You're on a, every two weeks. Two weeks? Yep. I thought it was three every weeks. Two weeks. Dang. It's been three weeks now. That's why I got a hat on. I can't afford that. No, neither can I. <laughs> I'm in debt. No, but I'm like five weeks. Sure. <laughs> I was like, well, that was a fast five weeks. No, nope, every two weeks. The way my hair grows, yep. um, I get quote unquote nappy yep. really very quick. So I gotta, I gotta, sh- I gotta yeah, keep it, it tight. And Julia doesn't really mess with the beard. So they do the beard. As soon as I like the beard, yeah, it's time to get rid of. They the do beard. the beard. Yeah, they do the beard. Too. Come on. I have no shame in saying that another man grooms my face. I, I, I don't have any shame. If that. I could grow, <laughs> if I could grow your beard, I would. Like you let it go. Bet. I'm like, hey, do whatever you want. You know, like, well, keep it tight. You, if you grew a beard, it'd be game over. <laughs> Any words you said, I'd listen to. Laura, I, I, <laughs> Laura was over. like, uh, there was a guy we were watching like on a TV show, and she was like, oh, he has like he has a beard. I was like, that guy has no beard. Hmm. He's like, he just has facial hair. She's like, you have a beard. I was like, I do not have a beard. Oh, I was like, man. this is just like I am growing facial hair and trying to do the best I can. I want to. You happen to have some facial yeah, hair. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't say a beard. No disrespect. Yeah. But yeah, I'm saying oh, if no, you got a beard, if you got the full beard, yeah. game over. Bro, there's these. Now we're talking about it. Instagram's <laughs> going to give me an ad. I yep, know exactly, exactly what ad. It's like, oh, just put this stuff on. Yep. Full. Game over. It's all a scam. Beard oil is fake. It gets and me. And I almost bought some. Dang. $15 beard oil. Dang. And I looked Julia and I and I said, can I get this? She was like, you don't need no beard oil. <laughs> That's what you need. You need, you need accountability in your For life. For sure. <laughs> um, talk about, like, in the midst of anxiety, in the midst yeah. of, like, even pandemic loneliness or, like, what your, like, your own journey. Because I think what's funny with, like, students, it's like we try to, we try to lead, we preach, we all, we do all these things, but we're human at the same time mm-hmm. and we are going through things. And I think what's cool about this podcast is that we get to let students into, like, okay, this is Nate and Joe. Like this is this is who we are, and because it's not just like we're not superheroes yeah. on a stage. Like we're we're human, and so how how do you continue to lead students? How do you continue to lead your family, lead this church, be a pastor here at mm-hmm. Life Center, while you're like, okay, I'm anxious right mm-hmm. now. While you wake up, I'm like, I have a panic attack. Like what is? How do yeah. you continue to do that? Yeah, I think when it comes to leading stu- or actually when it comes to leading my family first, yep. um, I just think I just try to love and listen to them well. And if we're being super straight, I've done actually a poor job at doing that mm. when it comes to after getting married, um, just with my family and the busyness of coaching and doing all the things that I yep. do just in, in Lakewood and Tacoma. Um, it's been hard. It's been hard to like focus on loving my family well mm. and making sure I do dinners with them yep. and hang out with them. Um, also, I think what I found since as soon as I got the the title um, of pastor, as soon as I got that title, I think uh, what I realized was 
more people, especially some of my family, mm-hmm. they wanted more time. Mm. Hey, man, tell me what you think about, you know, this because, wow. you know, you love God and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. I'm watching a Lakers game right now. Everyone chill out. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, I just want to know what you think, you know, yep. since you're like closer to God. I'm like, yep. man, I'm no closer to God than you are close to God. Yeah. But sometimes that's what that's what students and my family thinks. Yeah. Um, so for family, I think I need to do a better job, especially with my siblings. I mean, every time I go home. My little siblings, Natey, they run up to me. And it makes me realize awesome. every single time that I have to do a better job at loving my family wow. um, as a pastor. And then what I've realized when it comes to students uh, is I get up, they're struggling with this. If I'm struggling with it, you know, fivefold, they're struggling with it 20-fold. Yep. They're seeing the world way different because they're struggling with not just with the anxiety of yeah. work. They're struggling with, I was talking to a student the other day and, I told them, your world is, like, for me, if I'm anxious, I can go to the gym. I can yeah. go do this. I can go buy this if I wanted yeah. to. Use my, you know, go on a little debt, you know, ball out real quick, whatever. <laughs> um, I can't afford it. But for students, they're trapped in this world, and they have to do all their decisions in this small circle. Yep. But all their anxiety is stuffed in there as well. You know what I'm saying? So if I move into a big house and I have all this stuff, it doesn't seem like I have as much stuff. But I move yeah. into a little tiny apartment with all this stuff. It feels like I have all this stuff going on. And that's what I believe students are at is, yeah, I have a lot of anxiety, but have a little bit more space to to for that energy, have a little more space to spend that energy. But these students, they don't have that. And so when I get up and I have a lunch with a student or anything like that, what I realize is I got to kick it with those kids. I have to be with those with those kids yeah. and hang out with them. So um, that's how I get up every day and I'm making mm-hmm. sure that I love my people well because um, I was in counseling. Yes, I do counseling. Come on. Do it. We're about it. Good old Amy. In um, counseling, she said that um, I have a priestly, and a lot of yeah. pastors, they have this. It's You're a priestly figure, this. right? Like they're like deeply caring. And so they could be in deep pain. It's not that we're ignoring pain, but we're saying I'm going to care for people mm-hmm. while I'm in pain. Um, and you, if you look at who, I mean, if we want to keep it real, if we look at who Jesus is yeah. in pain, knowing pain was going to come and still loving people, yeah. even in that moment. Guys, I'm going to keep it real. This mic is sliding down. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Uh, but that's how I deal with those things uh, when it comes to anxiety and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I think talking about that priestly weight, I mean, you you kind of opened my eyes to that. Like I came back from a trip a couple weeks ago and I was like a like someone I was with lost a family member mm-hmm. and like I was there right when it happened like like when they heard the news and like I felt it that whole week and still at times feel it and I was like mm-hmm. I didn't even lose anyone yeah I didn't that, that wasn't that's not my family but I was I was there at that moment that the, these people lost someone mm-hmm. and and saw the pain saw the hurt with the tears hysterical all, everything and it was like what I felt bad I was like why do I feel sad like why is that is that hurting me mm-hmm. but like that priestly weight thing like I think subconsciously we just carry that sometimes and it can get exhausting yeah. to where it's like dang this is this is real like yeah it's like you can't make this up like yeah. why, why are you tired well it's like i'm i'm with people mm. and i'm i'm carrying their pain and think like a king yeah and a king would go oh i don't i mean i don't care it's not it's not my issue yeah it's not my problem um and if you even think about how uh, many people thought jesus is going to come as a king 
they thought he was going to get rid of people. Yeah. Hey, you're done. You're yep. done. I'm taking over. Come on. That's not how he came. Yep. He actually, what does it say? He came, he bore the weight yep. of us. And so that's why, like, when we were talking about that situation, um, in other situations, you're bearing the weight. Even yeah. if it's a little bit of weight, because you haven't been to that exact thing, yep. you're still bearing the weight yep. of what's going on. And that's good. Like, yeah. that's what we're supposed to do. To me, it'd be very weird if I heard people's pain and yeah. I was like, dang, that's crazy. And then went back to go play Call of Duty. You know what I mean? But sometimes that some people do that, and that's yep. okay. And they're more kingly, or more, yeah. there's other things with it as well. Um, but when it comes to the priestly role, yeah. you're really focusing on being deep in story with people. Um, and often, you also put on that pain. Yeah. And you're like, you feel like, I think, I don't know if you said this, but you almost feel like you're living through it as well. Yeah. Even though your family members aren't a part of it, you don't even know them. You know them very little. Yep. And you feel like, man, I'm in it. I feel like... I feel like I should go to the. I feel like I should go to the service for this person. Yeah. Or whatever you know, like I feel like I should be there simply based because I'm feeling the weight of it. Yeah, with uh with that pain people are experiencing, even that we experience. Mm-hmm. What is like your, like okay, this is how this is how I lead in this moment. Like this is how I pastor. Like if someone's experiencing pain, like what's your solution? Yeah. Hey, let's go to scripture. Let's go. Let's pray. Like what is your? I mean, I know, I'm trying to poke the bear yeah. a little bit. Like what is your what is your go to? Yeah, uh, not scripture. Um, that's a little spicy. Yeah, but unpack that. Yeah, unpack that. I think. I think. I think. For me, uh, we we run. Not we run. We should go to the Bible. It's yes. the living word. Yep. But we go to the Bible so quick without deeply listening to people's stories. Wow. Um, and I've had more growth and yep. more life with people when I've sat with them and listened to their stories. Yeah. And I don't go, well, you know what God says? Because there's truth to what yep. God says to them. And that's true. But if it's always true, I don't have to do it in that moment. Yeah. I think often we feel like we have to rattle off all the truths about yep. people. And we don't actually just sit with people in their yeah. pain. You know, if I have, you know, if I have someone that's come to me, they were hurt by a leader from another place. Uh, I'm not going to go, well, over here, man, we do it right yeah. over here. That's not going to help them. Or, man, God's not for that. I guess what I try to do is I try to listen, and then I try to speak truth in saying, what is what is what is what do I believe God is actually for? Yeah, for you, um, because Jeremiah twenty nine eleven may not help that person yeah. in that moment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> John three sixteen, yeah. while cute and good. Yeah, uh, if someone's if Man. someone saw someone being hurt on a screen, yeah. being filmed. For so God loved the world, while it's true, may not help that person yeah. in that moment. Dang. Um, and so I, do, I, I try to listen to people. Yep. Um, and I'll sit with them. And the other day, I'm sitting with this person. I won't share their story. But I'm sitting with this person. They're going in um, on, uh, on what's going on. And I just looked them in the eye. I said, dang, that sucks. Yep. And I might have used some other language, but I'll just say, <laughs> I said, dang, that sucks. Because that's what I said. Yep. They looked at me and they were like, do you have any advice? Yep. Nope. I ain't got nothing for you. Dang. I was thinking, I was thinking about this idea the other day. Um, so I cut my finger. Look at look at that. Oh, dude. And So I cut my finger and it was bleeding all over the place. It was terrible on a tuna can. And I was getting tuna out, oh. and I, I, it's like traditional, like, it wasn't like one of the snap things. Okay. It was like I had to use a can opener, take the whole thing off. I kept the lid on the bowl. 
like or inside the bowl, and then I try to pound out. I could have scooped it with a spoon, but I didn't. Yep. I'm an idiot. And I, I was trying to pound the tuna in the bowl, and then the lid goes down, and I go, on it, and it just cuts it, and blood's going everywhere. Well, I thought you got it from lifting. No. You should have told that story instead, because I was, thought it was from lifting. No, from a tuna can. Lauren's like, you got to make sure you don't got like a tuna infection. <laughs> Tuna infection. But I was I was telling Andy because he cut his finger too, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Bro, here's what you need to do: squeeze it together, super glue it." And I was like, "Why? Why do that?" What? And as you can see, they're super glue. Yeah, it's super weird. Um, he's like, "Because like you you squeeze it, so it stops the blood. I mean, already it's already healed a little mm-hmm. bit, but by the time the super glue actually comes off, the wound on the inside is actually healed." And I was like, that's genius. Because I've been struggling tra- changing Band-Aids every yep. day, like yesterday. And then you cut it again. Yeah, I cut it again <laughs> yesterday at the Christmas party. It was wild. So I was like, I super glued it last night. Lauren had to do it for me. She was like, is it going to go in your skin? I was like, don't worry about it. Just do it. Um, but I had this idea, like, when, when it comes to people's pain, like, a lot of time we use scripture as, like, super glue to, like, oh, let's just stop the bleeding right now. But, yes, that works for things, like, of, like, our like our hands and yeah. stuff, things on the outside. But when it comes to internal things of the heart, like pain and burdens and trauma, super glue is not going to do a heart surgery for you. Mm. Like, listening does, you know, and being with people in yeah. presence. Like, that will help heal the stuff of the heart. Wow. Not the stuff of, like, oh, let me just super glue this. Let me just give you a scripture. Let me just... Not saying like we're not supposed to pray. We're supposed to pray, but a lot of times we jump, like you were saying, we jump to God first yeah. instead of like acknowledging and validating someone's pain and their reality of their experience, yeah. and just being like, "I'm just going to listen to you." Well, and it's it's funny how when you say jump to God, like a lot of people's ears are going to go, "Of course you jump yeah. to God first. Yes, yeah. But even God Himself, yep. Jesus, Dang. listen. Come on. Did none of them stone you? Yep. Nah. Okay, bet. Yeah. Not, you know, now go and sin no more. And it's yep. kind of interesting how, like, we've we've westernized faith so much yep. that we just want to do the business thing. Dang. Let's get in the meeting. Let's get in the room. And I know that sounds, like, super negative. Yeah. But it's like, man, are you willing just to sit and listen? You know, I was reading this. I told you about this book by Kay Murphy. Yep. It's called You're Not Listening. And it changed. It changed. So it changed my life forever so when it came to listening to people. Because often what happens so much is when you're talking, I'm thinking, okay, what am yeah. I going to say? Now, we're doing a podcast, so now obviously yeah. there's some give and take with that. <laughs> uh, but often what I would do when I would uh, be in a podcast or in a conversation yeah. is I would even listen to that person. Mm. Literally, like, we'd be in a conversation, and it would be like they were just, like, muted. Yeah, I don't know how I did it. And they would just, like, be muted i'd like and then i like come back to him yeah oh yeah i definitely heard you and like oh okay and they shared pain with me and i wasn't able to actually speak to the pain because i like my mind just muted them because i wasn't trying to deeply listen to them because i was looking to respond hey you know what god told me because you know you know me i'm a little closer to jesus let me tell you what he Mm -hmm. told me it's like that will work at some point we have to do those things that's what we're called to do as as priests as pastors right um, but when we sit and deeply listen, when and I the reason I keep using deeply is because listening to me is cool, but deeply listening is yeah. to me is is hearing and then also understanding yeah. and knowing how to respond. Yeah. Um, and respond to what we're saying, and that yeah. we don't hurt more people's feelings. Yeah. Like when people share pain, and we're like, um, 
what's the quote? Oh, you know, God gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. <laughs> Where does he say that? Dog, he don't say that nowhere. Why do we say that? Yeah. And then, and then what happens if a kid, student or anyone yeah. hears that, they go, oh, man, I'm tough. And so when more pain comes wow. to them or people cause them pain, they think it's okay because well, God gives his toughest battles to his strongest yep. soldiers. Doesn't make sense. So that was a whole tangent. But I just think it's when we deeply listen to people, then we know where to go from there. Um, Because they kind of create their own roadmap for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then you go, all right, let's just go there together. And I think maybe this has been like, I don't know, I've been in youth ministry for a little bit. But like, I don't know if this has been like a huge like leadership like tip or like a huge like even leadership lane Mm -hmm. of like, man. Let's listen. Let's listen. Let's sit. Like, I don't know if this has been around for a long time. Maybe it has, and I just haven't been in those circles where people are doing that. But I think specifically with Gen Z, you know, specifically with our culture, I think it's more imperative than ever to 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 enact the, these yeah. things, you know, to listen, to sit. And I think it's just a different type of youth ministry and just a type of different ministry in general. Like, mm-hmm. the ministry, like how powerful is the ministry of presence? Yeah. You know, to sit with someone. That's great while they're crying and not have a Bible verse for them (laughs) and just to put your arm around them and say you're sorry and just to sit. Like, I've been in moments where someone's just crying on my shoulder and I'm like, I I freeze. I'm like, I have nothing to say. But at that time, I'm like, maybe I don't have to have anything to say. Mm. Maybe me being here and comforting them and having my arm wrapped around them is enough. Mm. You know, I think think it's just a different lane of ministry that we're moving towards. And I think it's necessary. I was almost say it's like necessity, but it's necessary for us to live out because of how much we are inundated with information, inundated with social media, where everyone's everyone's voicing their opinion, yeah. everyone's clapping back, everyone's feels like they're on a podcast, you know, <laughs> as we're doing a podcast. Yeah. We're not hating against podcasters. No. I mean, we love we love podcasters. <laughs> yep. But we still have opinions too. Yeah. And so I think like in this day and age of culture where everyone's talking, 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 like how like amazing would it be if Christians were described as listeners? Like I was hearing, I was hearing a pastor. I think I was telling you this. Like how I was listening to a pastor who's preaching, and he was like, "How crazy would it be?" Like he's like, "I've never, it's never happened to me where I ran into a stranger, and I told him I was a follower of Jesus, and he said, you know what I love about you, you Christians, is that you listen, and that you just learn." And you're you're tender-hearted, mm. and he's like, I've never heard that from a Christian or from a person who speaking to, speaking to yeah. Christians. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like that's bad. Like, and I look within myself, I'm like, I haven't heard that either. It's like, what do we hear? You're a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. You're judgmental. You're loud about your faith. All these things. It's like, but is that the way of Jesus? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Are, what is going on? And I think right now it's getting back to that place of like sitting, listening, compassion, hearing, tenderheartedness, learning, having like room for disagreements, you know, not being so strong on like this or that, but like, hey, how can we sit with someone who follows Jesus or doesn't follow Jesus and can be on any any side of like the political, political spectrum and be like cool with it? And not like have that person leave the meeting because you said something or they said something. You're like, I'm out. But just like, how can we be on terms where it's like, man, I'm going to love you yeah. no matter what, no matter where you stand. And I don't, I don't know. I think, no, I I think, think that's good. where we're at. Yeah. And I think it's, and you got to be able to disagree, but we also got to be able 
the church, I mean, I've heard this from many people when it comes to the church. And when we say the church, we're thinking big C church, we're thinking the body, right? And we are meant to be a shelter for people. Mm. A shelter. Shelters don't care what you look like, what you smell like, what you've been through. Don't matter. Come on in. Because it's a shelter. But what's almost happened, and it's all of our faults. So I'm not saying it's on you. It's on you. It's yeah. on us. What's happened is we've created it almost like, like you said, like people, um, people just want to talk, 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 and uh, they kind of just want to experience, but we don't actually want to be in relationship with, like, with each other. And then that's where we find ourselves in deep, like, not just deep pain, but also mm-hmm. feeling like hypocrites and feeling yeah. like these stands because people don't feel don't feel welcomed into the shelter. Yeah. We're not meant to man, it's crazy. You go through Instagram, there's a bunch of graphics about a bunch of things. Yep. How to do this, how to cook, how to eat, you know, like all these different things. How to have hope. How to all these things, all these different tools yep. that we're giving to people, but we're actually deeply listening to people yep. on their issues. Um, and we're not creating that shelter. And so when people come in, like you said, they get all of this uh, they get all of this aggression. They don't get tenderness. Yep. They don't get lightheartedness. They don't get ears yep. that are willing to listen. Wow. Um, they get, well, do you know what? what the Bible says? Well, this is godly and this is ungodly. And, I mean, I've told you this all the time. Like, as soon as you say this is God or this isn't God, you've immediately thrown out the ultimate card. I can't argue with that against yep. you. You told you God told you yep. this? What can I say? What What can I say about that? But if I deeply listen to people's stories, I can't debate that. You yeah. can come to me. We've had disagreements before, but you can come to me and you can be like, uh, hey, man, I don't like the way you said this to me. Yeah. I can't be like, well, God told me. You know, like, yeah. no, you were hurt by it. Yeah. And if you're hurt by it, then I got to talk about it. If you were hurt by church or yeah. whatever, we got to talk about it and deeply listen yeah. to it. Um, but we just want to be like, all right, just show up. Yeah. What? What almost happens is we become a shelter for those who don't want to be around the dirty. Wow. And the reason I say the dirty is because that's how we, we deem them as, right? Dang. We've become a shelter for that instead of become a shelter for those who's, who are deemed as dirty. And we come around them and listen and serve them. Yep. It's almost become opposite. Um, and when I say we, I say we. We're all a part yep. of, that, of that problem um, when it comes to the church. Yeah, a mentor of mine always, like, taught me, like, the church isn't supposed to be a museum for the great, Mm. but a hospital for the hurting. And it's like, we you hear that all the time, but I think I'm constantly brought back to that place. Like, just my my own conviction to, like, what's the church really really supposed to be? Yeah. And it came to my mind this this past weekend. um, A guy came to the church, you know, he caused some problems with us before. You know who I'm talking about. (laughs) And I was like... In my like, my first thought is like, oh dang, this guy's back. He's, ba- he's, he's back. He's here. Oh my gosh! But like, we love people, guys. We yeah. love people. <laughs> but he came back and like, just like, my heart was like, just brought back all of like the, the problems we had to deal with because of just this one person. Mm-hmm. And God tugged on my heart and was like, you say that this place is <laughs> a hospital for the hurting, but when someone has a broken arm or when someone has a broken leg, you're mad about it. And just this idea of like when people are acting up or when people aren't fitting, you know, fitting this is what church and this is how you're supposed to do this and do life. Like when people don't fit that, we're like, nope, get out. But in reality, that's a broken arm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. In reality, that's a disability. In reality, they're hurting and some pain needs to be mended inside of them. <laughs> and God's like, you need to mend the pain. Wow. And I'm like, dang! dang. Like, I, got, I told you that. Dang. I was like, wow. okay, go. Let's get, let's get back to it. The next yeah. time I see him, I'm like, okay, like check, check my heart to mm-hmm. be like, no, this place is for people who are hurting. This place is for people who are going to cause problems. And I think, yes, like God is a God of order, not disorder or unity, not disunity. But at the same time, we have to create a place as the church to welcome in people that are going to ruffle feathers and are going to cause you stress and cause you anxiety. And you're going to see them you're like, oh, dang, they're here. But you're like, I got to love them. But they're here. They're here. <laughs> exactly. That's it. They they came yep. after feeling pain or they came yep. in with a broken arm i don't know the, when you bring that up that's so crazy because it's like a hospital wouldn't if someone came exactly. was like hey i got my whole leg is gone i don't know it's gone yep they wouldn't be like oh that's sorry we can't yep. we can't help you you've inconvenienced yep. us they'd be like all right come on in i mean insurance and all that kind of yeah. stuff you know but like they'd, they'd welcome yeah. them in we got to take care of you you're broken we got we yep. got to help fix and you're right sometimes it's like you're like Oh, I don't know if I want if I want to do that. Yeah. And God, and God told you, not step into it. Yeah. Step into that unco- uncomfortability for yeah. sure. And we feel I feel like we treat we treat sin as that broken arm mm-hmm. and broken leg and brokenness within humanity. It's like, oh, you have this sin. Okay, no, you're out. Or oh, you're struggling with this that everyone knows about. Okay, you're out. But it's in reality, it's like no, the more sin, like the more broken people are. That's those are the people we're like, come here, like get around us, yeah. like let's love on you, show compassion. But when people start to hear, like, and we can get into like different levels of sin, this or that, people are in process. But like when people hear that, we we look at them a different way. Hmm. Like, oh, they did what? Okay, I'm gonna go around. Wait, take the back route. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go to the church the other door. <laughs> or like that's what we do sometimes, because yeah. like in your heart, you're like. I don't, I don't know what to mm-hmm. do, but in reality, we should, like, ingrain in our heart, like, you do know what to do. Yeah. Love that person. He told you. Listen to them. He gave you the plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's great. Dang. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know how long it's been. Nope. But I've had a blast. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Sure. Um, you guys are going to get, we're going to try to do this possibly once a month, mm-hmm. LC Students Podcast, just like this, um, but you guys will be getting messages, fun content. Funny stuff. Nate's the comedy guy. He'll do your, try. all the trends. Whatever. Comedy we'll, clips. <laughs> bing bong. <laughs> bing bong. <laughs> we'll give you all that stuff on our YouTube channel. So share this Share this message. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends. It's, we're going to try to give you guys content as much as possible. We're going to be live streaming in January. Oh, yeah. Our, our services or gatherings every Sunday on YouTube. So you guys can watch that. Um, but what do you have for the people going into 2022? Yo, protect your mi- protect your mentals. <laughs> protect your protect chickens. Your chicken. No, I think I think going in 22, not just for LC students, but just for uh, us as a whole. Yeah. Um, resolutions come up all the time. I know yeah. last year, like we were like, what if nothing changes? Nothing else. Nothing else. I would say going in, going into this year, I would say. Um, be with people. Yeah. Listen to people's stories. Yeah, I would right. say the next time you're trying to speak to someone, Dang. just be quiet and just listen. Yep. Especially if you're speaking to someone who's younger or someone who, um, and also like this 
I might be we might be going for another minute, couple minutes, but <laughs> like know where power is in conversations. This might be too deep, but like like if I'm speaking to a student, there's a power imbalance yep. as soon as Dang, we start talking. That's huge. And I would say going into the new year, I've had a lot of people tell me like, "Man, do I have to think about everything I say? Man, I just want to talk. I mean, I have freedom, bro. <laughs> freedom, bro. Like, yes." Think about what you're saying. Yep. Think about Every time. Think about people's voices. Yep. It's okay. It's okay to think about, man, if I say it this way, is it going to hurt someone's yep. feelings? That's okay. And it's okay to, to be wrong, get yep. corrected, and then fix it. Yeah. And so I guess the, the obviously the first one is listen. Yep. Second one is think about what you're saying. Um, and the third one is be willing to be corrected. Yeah. And that once you get new information, it's okay to, to then operating that new information because i think often what happens is we joke about canceling right i think 2021 was the year of joking about canceling um anyway (laughs) it was the year of joking about canceling right but we joke about that stuff um but often what happens is people make mistakes um you know we're going back into it and they they want to correct themselves and we don't even give ourselves the opportunity to correct it or other people the opportunity to correct it so listen uh, think about what you're going to say and be able to learn um, and correct or um, or listen to correction and operate in that new information you got. Here we go. That's what I was saying. You guys heard it here. <laughs> That's Bishop Nate Burdine. Bishop Nate Burdine. Yeah, hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, it. We love you guys. Um, stay tuned for what's next. New Year's going to be better than ever. So get ready. Can't set, wait. set your goals. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. Listen. All that stuff. Everything Bishop oh, said. I got one more thing. LC Stories! LC Stories! (laughs) We love you guys. Peace.